Do you remember the day when you finally left your energy depleting nine to five job to pursue your dream business? How exhilarating it was. But remember, it was also terrifying. You were excited to finally be living the life that you've always wanted. But at the same time, you worried about never getting paid again. And if you had to go and take another job and if there weren't any clients and you needed to figure out how to make money with your passion instead of that paycheck that you waited 30 or 31 days for. Then came you needed to eat on top of that. But now, out of the five biggest challenges of meal prep for solopreneurs, the one that comes up the most is time constraints. Between client calls, checking your never-ending email flood and, you know, life, finding time to prep veggies and seasoned chicken can be a little bit like seeking out a perfect avocado at the grocery store. Now, if you've tried that, it's definitely no easy feat. Practically impossible, am I right? But are there more hours hidden somewhere in the day that you are not aware of that you can start to do so this no longer is a challenge for you? Well, in the next four tips that I'm going to be sharing in today's episode, we're going to find out. If you've got a solopreneur friend that is struggling just like you, just like I was, sister friend, bring her to the party, tell her to bring her coffee and her notepad because today's episode, the five biggest challenges of meal prep for solopreneurs is going to be a juicy one. Are you sick of feeling like food is your enemy and carbs are your nemesis? Do you cringe when you need to go out the house and I mean in barbecue season you'd prefer to wear the shorts and tank top but you settle for a dress that hides everything. Do you hate cooking but you know you need to find something that's easy, healthy and also something that the kids will approve of too? No wonder DoorDash, Just Eat and Uber Eats seem to be our best friends when we go through all of that hot mess. Welcome to Lose Weight with Macros podcast. I am your host Verona. I'm an ex-yo-yo dieter and I'm also a sweet treat addict like no other. Turned macros cognitive behavior mindset coach committed to helping women like you make this thing called weight loss so much easier. In this podcast, I'm going to show you that tracking macros doesn't have to be intimidating or even overwhelming. It can be as easy as picking up a pen, going old school and writing down what goes in your mouth. Now you'll learn why tracking macros works so well for fat loss and how it can also help other aspects of your life. And with my British accent, keeping things relatable, real life and fun, losing weight has never been so easy. Well, hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Lose Weight with Macros, the podcast where I'm challenging all of the busy and time constraint woes that we have as solopreneurs and I'm going to help you make nutrition and specifically macros make sense. The amount of conversations that I've had with entrepreneurs, busy women, and they've got side hustles on the side. Do I have time to calculate macros? I'm a mum of two. Do clients are coming to me with their busier jobs, with their busy side hustles, and they're still managing to learn to meal prep and to track macros. So how do they do that? I'm going to share five or four, because we've just said one in the intro, of the biggest challenges of meal prep for solopreneurs and also that I had. Now I'm going to read you a little bit of an excerpt from the book that I created. So after years of trying diets, quick fixes and having an unhealthy relationship with food, Verona hit rock bottom. She was heavier than she'd ever been, but now her body had begun to attack itself. She had tests done at the hospital, but they all came back negative. Verona hit rock bottom both emotionally and physically and gave up on her health. In the end, it was only after Verona sought counselling to get to the root of her 20-year struggle with food, she was able to address the root of her problem. Her Christian faith and a series of counselling sessions allowed Verona to begin to believe again. As a result, Verona developed a healthy relationship with food, her mindset, and began her transformation both internally and externally. She now teaches women all over the world how to do exactly the same. She is excited for you to read her meal prep book, as it will encourage you to believe in nutrition again. Verona believes in you. Do you? And then in the book, I actually go into what is meal prep. And I actually give you a sample meal plan, how you can write this out and just make it easy. Because believe it or not, even before I created this book, I hated meal prepping. 
Because the idea that I had of meal prep was it was boring. And this is one of the points. This is the next point that we're going to go into. Lack of variety. And all over, I could see meal prep was boring. And even now, to this day, people eat the same thing every day. But nobody tells you how to variety or make it into something you enjoy that you're still hitting your goals. Do you need to have the same thing seven days a week? And I was like, nobody's teaching people how to do this. You're just teaching people in order to meal prep. Meal prep does save you time. So that makes sense why you have the same overnight oats every day. You have the same meal for lunch and dinner every single day. But for people like you and me, that's boring. You don't enjoy it. So then what? We end up going to our delivery service, the foods that we do want, and then we end up gaining weight. And then no one tells you how to get over this, which is why I created that book. So the biggest challenges of meal prep number two is lack of variety. Because you know when you scroll through Pinterest and then you get bombarded with a kaleidoscope of meal prep ideas. I mean, you can save one, then another pin comes, then another suggestion comes. And then basically this is how the algorithm works. We know this. If you're social media managers, you know this. The longer you spend on a post is they continue to send you the same post because to them and the algorithm, it means, huh, she likes this type of thing. So they're going to continue to bombard you with the same thing. How many of those things that you get bombarded with have you made this week? None. It's no surprise there. But the sad reality is that your creativity probably peaked back in elementary school in your finger painting classes. I used to love that. And I used to love that with Play-Doh. But figuring out new and exciting meals to prep turns into a been there, ate that kind of moment. And you don't really like it. You don't really remember. You don't really savor it because it's just something that you do. But because you're not invested in it, it doesn't last long. And with that, number three, the biggest challenge is trouble with portions. What sorcery is this? Is it just you or do those guidelines on portions feel like a never ending math problem mixed with a game of Tetris? And let's not forget the Tupperware decisions. When you're trying to find your Tupperware, tell me where is the lid? Almost like you seem to have inherited Goldilocks syndrome. They're either too big or they're too small, or you've just got 101 containers, the plastic containers, you know, the ones that come with the Chinese food delivery. You've got a million containers and no lids. And it's like, where are all of those foods gone? So when it comes to these challenges, who is going to be enjoying meal prep? It's no wonder that you're like, um, consistency, consistency, who? <laughs> So you might be like, yeah, okay, Verona, I'm going to do this, right? So say you do this, you forcefully prep your meals for six hours on a Sunday. Please don't do that. But we're hypothetically speaking here. So you're like, all right, Verona, I've got my meal prep done, although I can't hear you. But you're telling me, all right, Verona, I've got my meal prep done. It's a miracle. You're halfway there. Or are you? One measly day later, your meticulously prepared food stares back at you as the temptation of takeout whispers sweet nothings into your already weak willpower. Hello, struggle bus is real. You thought you done got off the, the struggle bus, but you're getting back on it. It's parked outside your house like your car is in your driveway. And the last challenge, the biggest challenge is storage. How do you store or where do you store your food? Which is another reason why I created the book, because I talked to you about how to store food, because those plastic containers, are they actually going to store your chicken? Because when you take it out, your chicken looks like it's been dehydrated and it's growing ice on it. It looks like it's fur. So how do you store the food in the containers? Ain't nobody going to tell you this. Okay. But kudos to you that have that perfectly organized Insta-worthy fridges. You know the ones, right, where she does the snap thing and she's got all of those fancy Tupperware things that she can get from Amazon. The comments are filled with, where did you get that from? Where did you get that from? She's just linking my bio. And then the fridge is like, this is an unrealistic fridge. You forget that people buy a fridge specifically for meal prep. The home fridge is in the pantry. She's also not showing you that. She's showing you how she prepares her children's snacks, 
how she washes and she keeps just the, the fridges well, etc. That's fantastic when you've got a little bit of time to do that. If you haven't and you just want to be able to take the take the spinach from the packet and put it on the plate. Personally, that's not my favorite thing to do. You need to wash your lettuce and your, your veggie produce. Please don't be eating it fresh from the plate like that because whew, you don't know what's all on them. Mm. So if you're like, oh my gosh, can you teach me your ways? Because your fridge looks like a storm swept through it. And then you end up flinging your carefully prepared meals into the depths of the crisper drawer where they hibernate. And then you forget about them until they ultimately demise. Has anybody ever opened the fridge? All the best intention of the world. We'll stick with the spinach analogy. You have all the intentions of having that baby spinach in a green smoothie with some kale. And you're like, yes, I'm really going to do it. I need more greens. I need more fiber. I need to get more regular. When you go back in the fridge a few days later, it's wilted. It's slimy. You never knew spinach could look or even smell that way. But yes, my friends, it is. You're looking to this insta-worthy woman. You don't know her things. You don't know what she's doing. You don't know what her life is. You don't know what help she has. But you're trying to attain something that's unattainable for you in your life. Instead of doing that, let's walk away and let's do what we can do now. Then if you want to go elaborate after you've got it down, do that. But let's not run before we can walk. So now we're going to wrap up this episode quite quickly because we are going to talk about the business lessons that you can learn. Business lesson number one, time management. We all love that word in the business field, right? <laughs> so in our entrepreneurial journey, we tend to become masters of time management or not. But if you are somebody who knows how to manage your time, when it comes to clients, right? When it comes to clients are paying you some big coin, you definitely know how to time manage. So take that vigor. Imagine that you are your biggest client ever or to this client is about to pay you the most you've ever had on a in a session or in your coaching program. And they paid up front. OK, no no nonsense, no messing about. They paid you before you even had the consult. You got on the consult call and you're like, yeah, yeah, they paid you. They ain't got no time to waste. They paid you because they already know your value and they're like, right, let me pay you now. And you don't even need to do the consult call. There you just sort out, okay, when we're going to meet, you could just kind of give a bit, bit of background, etc. And that's it. In fact, that turns into your first session. When you have that type of client, when you're that type of client for yourself, you love it. They're, they are amazing clients. You're like, Lord, send me more of those, please. Hallelujah. You're just like, oh my goodness, where did you come from? I want more of you. Can you tell your friend to tell your friend to tell a friend? Okay. If you do not have eight hours, don't try to force yourself to do something that you don't have time to physically do. That ain't going to work. Business lesson number two, strategic planning. And when it comes to proper planning, we know it prevents poor performance. So I'll say that line again. Proper planning prevents poor performance. And it is, it's something that we know all too well, especially if we are in the realm of business. Now, when you're planning your meals in advance, creating an organized shopping list, which is why I created one in the book, strategically making meals that can be easily repurposed. If you're somebody who wants to learn more information about that, head over to the website and book your coaching call with me over on the website, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash schedule. Those addresses one more time to get on the calendar. It's vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash schedule. And to jump straight to the program, it is vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash macros. Everything is in the links in the show notes below. Cannot wait to see you in either of those. And until then, I'll catch you in the next episode. Oh my goodness, we're at the end of today's episode. I know that flew by, right? I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you did, could you do me a favor and leave a review over on iTunes, Spotify, or the snazzy thing you can do now is go to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast and leave a 60 second or less review there, or you can leave a question. You can do this anonymously, or you can leave your name 
and I will play it out on the show. And that's it for today, friends. I can't wait to catch you over on the email list. If you're not signed up, girl, you better join us. If you're not in the Facebook community, if you have Facebook or you're on Instagram or social media, tag us in your stories at Lose Weight with Macros Podcast. And I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Oh,